Ten years ago, Jay from Morphin Legacy formed The Grid. After many host and format changes, Jay ascended to the ranks of Gridmaster Emerald, leaving the podcast behind to three who have become the Grid Rangers Metallics. Three years later, Jay has decided to test the trio to determine if they are truly worthy and just in time for their 10th anniversary. How convenient. You'll have to keep listening to find out if the hosts can escape the grid. Ugh, where the fuck are we? I don't know. The last thing I remember was finishing up our Dino Fury Season 2 Part 2 review and then poof, we're here. Well, that was some necessary exposition. Hey, hey, Ranger fans, this is Jay Cupawater03 from MorphinLegacy.com, welcoming you to the literal grid. Jay, what the fuck are you doing here? And why are you dressed like a green Morphin Master? Okay, for one, green is my color. And bitch, where do you think I went after I left you three the podcast? I ascended to the rank of Gridmaster Emerald, overseer of the Queer Power Rangers podcast. Nice change, by the way, I like it. Thanks. It was my idea. Wow, Austin, way to take credit. Bitch, look who is talking. Anyways, aren't you wondering why you're all here? Oh, yeah. Please, explain the plot to us. I'm here to test the three of you and see if you're worthy of carrying out my podcast legacy. Don't you mean Morphin? No! The Grid is just a small piece of the MLU, the Morphin Legacy universe. Oh my god, is this our multiverse of madness? I call dibs on Scarlet Witch. Well, shit, as long as this isn't our Eternals, I'm not eating myself in the sun for this shit. Back to me! In order to be deemed worthy, each of you must pass a test. Ray, you will face the trial of knowledge. Austin, the trial of queerness. And Amber, the trial of critique. Think of this as a re-auditioning for the grid. Hmm, I hope this doesn't turn out like the last time. Girl, you love bringing that shit up. It bears repeating. But wait, why do I have to prove myself? I've been a co-host of this podcast for almost nine years, Hosted it for nearly three, not to mention... Damn, Ray, are you seriously about to list all of your credentials? Yeah, Raymond. We've heard this before. Many times. Thanks, guys. Way to respect your leader. Bitch, you are not our... Silence! Damn, do you always go off on tangents like this? Yeah, but I usually edit them out. (laughs) Ha! Meta. Well, y'all better get it together, because if you can't pass these three trials, you'll fail to escape the grid and be trapped here with the other co-hosts who have left the show. Hmm, that explains a lot. Ray, you are tasked with the trial of knowledge. Your challenge is to explain the entire Power Rangers timeline in chronological order, and to guide Austin and Amber with your vast knowledge to fill in any blanks. We're fucked. Prepare yourselves! The first trial starts now! Well, I guess this is my trial. Hope y'all are brushed up on your ranger knowledge because I don't want to be trapped here for all eternity. Godspeed is all I have to say. So on to the Power Rangers timeline. It all started with the Big Bang. The universe is formed. 65 million years ago, the Prime Universe. The Great Sporks War happened on blank, nearly destroying the planet and continuing on Earth. Rafcon. Yes! Ding, ding, ding! Period. We just watched that, so. The Knights of Rafcon follow the Sporks to Earth and are 
are bestowed powers by the Morphin Masters, transforming them into the Dino Fury Rangers, with them successfully capturing all the Sporks, with only the Red and Gold Rangers surviving. Sometime after, the Red Morphin Master would create blank, storing them in a meteor that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs. Oof. The Red Morphin Master? What did the Red Morphin Master create and put in a meteor that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs? The Energems? Close. The Dino Gems? Ding, ding, ding. Oh, Lord. Oof. You might get this one now. The Dino Charge Universe. The Green Morphin Master would create the blank, bestowing them to keep her for protection. The Inner Gems. Ding, ding, ding. The Intergalactic Bounty Hunter, Sledge, chases Keeper to Earth, where Keeper bonds the Inner Gems to 10 dinosaurs, with Keeper tricking Sledge with blank, which causes him to drift into the universe for millions of years. A bomb! Yes, ding, ding, ding. 2017 Movie Universe. Red Ranger Blank is betrayed by Green Ranger Blank, defeating her and trapping her in the ocean before burying the Blank and dying himself. Red Ranger Zordon. Yes. Green Ranger Rita. And the Power Coin, the Donuts. Ding, 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 ding. Crispy Cream. Y'all are doing good at this so far. Just wait till we get into the niche stuff. I'm nervous. <laughs> We're gonna be like, oh, fucking no, guy. A millennia ago, the Corona Aurora is sought after by two brothers, Blank and Blank turning them into monsters and trapping them on deserted planets. One of them's like Moltar or Moltor or something. Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Pretty much, but what are the names? You got one, Moltor. Flurious? Ding, ding, ding! Oh god, I heard that I knew that. I was just gonna say mustache, dude. The mustache ride I don't want to take a ride on. The blank hides the Corona Aurora and its jewels around the earth. <laughs> I don't know. It's a gold guy. Solaris Knight? Close. It's something else with an S. Oh, fuck. S. I'm seeing him in my head. It's that stupid robot. Yes. Something Knight. I thought it was Solaris. Solaris is Mystic Force. Oh. Um. Silver Sentinel? Yes! I hate it! I hate it! It smells so dirty! A hundred thousand years ago, a caveman named Koda finds the blue edder gem in a cave, bonding with it after blank and becomes blank. Saving his brother. Yes. And what happens after he bonds with the blue edder gem? He becomes... Ice? Frozen. Oh, frozen. Why well, I said ice. That counts. On to 10,000 years ago, the space sorceress, Rita Repulsa, and Zordon of Eltar have an intergalactic war that spreads across the universe, ending with Rita and her crew being trapped in a blank, and Zordon being trapped in a blank. A space dumpster and a tube. Yes. Time warp. But I'll take it. Let's do the time warp again. Around the same time, the dragon spirit blank begins a war with humanity, ending when the blank traps his spirit in a chest. Is she? Yes. What is the name of the organization in Jungle Fury that trapped him in a chest? Um. Pai Show. Pai Shua. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Y'all are doing way better than I thought you would. I mean, I think you probably just wrote these questions to be super easy, though, because we're not the most knowledgeable. Gridmaster Emerald gave me this timeline, you remember? I had nothing to do with this. Oh yeah, that's right. 5,000 years ago, Queen Banshira rules over her kingdom that later becomes blank until her followers are trapped in a tomb by blank. Mariner Bay. Yes. Who traps them in a tomb? It's the name of an episode. It's a sorcerer. 
You think I'm going to get a sorcerer's name? It's a sorcerer of something. Sorcerer Apprentice. Sorcerer. Sorcerer Supreme. Sorcerer of the Sands. Yes! Ding, ding, ding! I'm eating this up. You really are, because I ain't remembering shit. 3,000 years ago. In space, five sabers are placed into a rock on the planet blank, known as the... Miranoi! Quasar sabers! Yep! Ding, ding, ding! On Earth, the ancient civilization of Blank is attacked by the Blank, defeating Master Blank and raising a piece of their civilization above the sky. Holy sh! That was a lot of Blanks. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So go one, one by one. On Earth, the ancient civilization of Blank is attacked by the Blank. Animaria. Yes. Is attacked by the what? Orgs. Yes. Defeating Master Org and raising a piece of their civilization above the sky. 800 years ago in the Dino Church dimension. A knight named Ivan finds the gold inner gem in a blank, bonding with it after blank, being trapped inside blank. In a river, saving his king, trapped inside a dirty kitty body named Fury. Good guess, Amber. Ding, ding, ding. Centuries ago in Japan, Blank invaded a world, but Blank defeated them by passing down Blank from parent to child. Centuries ago in Japan, Nylock monsters invaded our world, but samurai warriors defeated them with power symbols passed down from parent to child. Today, the evil Nylock have risen once again and plan to flood the earth. Luckily, a new generation of heroes stand in their way. They are the Power Rangers samurai. She didn't read that off a script. She read that from fucking memory someone's trying to show off shit well i'm a samurai girly so 300 years ago the blank gives the bullzord to the ancestors of a shiba clan member named cody the master shogun or something something shogun the daddy shogun the bulls shogun it's something shogun it's a adjective the super shogun no the mighty shogun no supreme no i thought it would have been master or something mega shogun no ultra shogun no not ultra what the fuck is this Oof, we're gonna die here y'all no more baja blast <laughs> do you give up i don't give up i'm just trying to think we got sentinel knight we can slay this okay blank shogun what's the sentence again the blank gives the bullzord to the ancestors of a shiba clan member named cody the ghost shogun no something with a g though great no giga no giant no galactic something with gr great great shogun no you're gonna feel so stupid if you don't get green no the great shogun no i can't say that (laughs) um the 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 stop no more clues we can get it we can get it the the grand the grand yes ding 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 fucking hell that was so painful that was stupid i should have known that 200 years ago the nylock blank transformed two humans named blank and blank into human nylock hybrids serrator turns dayu and decker mm-hmm. ding 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 1986 a great battle happens in the magical world with five mystic warriors and the gatekeeper named blank successfully sealing the morlocks in the underworld you're not gonna get this. Oh, Mystic Force, I don't know. Wait, what was the blank part? The gatekeeper named Blank. Claire? Her mother. Udana? No, that's her aunt. Claire's mother. How about you just give us the first letter of her name? N. Nadira? No, that's Time Force. No. Nicole? No. Nellie? Nellie? You nicknamed my daughter to the Lockless Monster? Oh, Nessie. No. What's it end with? A. Nella. No. Nora. No. Nina. No. (laughs) 
I can kiss Taco Bell goodbye. I'm gonna use our lifeline. Niela. Yes. Okay, that's bullshit. It's a stupid fucking made up name. Like we were gonna get that. Uh, that's why I said you could use your lifelines. We're kind of bimbos. We're beautiful, but there's not a whole lot upstairs. 93 to 94. Two NASA astronauts accidentally release Frida Repulsa from a space dumpster on the moon. Zordon chooses five teenagers from Blake to become the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Angel Grove. Yes, ding, ding, ding. 94 to 95. Rita's boss, Lord. Lord Zed travels to the moon to replace her to take over the Earth, forcing the mighty Morphin Power Rangers to convert their dinosaurs into blank. Thunderzords! Yes, ding, ding, ding. I still have PTSD from that. Jason, Zack, and Trini are replaced with three teens from blank after they are chosen to participate in the peace Okay, where's the peace conference? Japan. No. Switzerland! Yes! Ding, ding, ding! Rita returns to the Moon Palace to give Lord Zed a blank, forcing him to marry her. Love potion. A date rape drug? Both. I'll accept both. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> 95 to 96. Rita's brother arrives to the Moon Palace to give his sister a wedding present consisting of eggs that contain a blank and blank. Eggs? Yeah. Tengu Warriors. Yes! Ding, 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 and something else. A monster. It's an egg. Well, I don't know. Do you give up? No. I'm not a quitter. I'm not trying to get stuck in this fucking place. I don't even have a bed. An egg. Season three monsters. Okay, so one of them was Tangus? Yes, Tangus. What's the first letter of its name? V. Oh, Vampirus. Ah, ding, ding, ding. Correct. Yeah! Her. Rito successfully destroys the Thunderzords, forcing the rangers to travel to Blank to find Ninja to give them new power coins. That little temple thingy. Temple of... Doom. No. Ninjetti. No. What? It's not it's super simple. Temple of Power. Yes. Ding ding ding. That's the best they could come up with. Kimberly decides to retire from Ranger duty to compete in the blank, replacing her with Catherine Hillard. The Olympics. Power Ranger version. The uh um oh fuck. Um It was in Beast Morphers. I know. Pa. It's a sexuality. Pansexual. Pan what's another word for world? Pan Global Games? Yes! Pan Global Games! Ding ding ding. Oh, okay. Rito and Rita's father, Blank, travel to the Moon Astro Palace to yes, ding 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 to the Moon Palace to attain the Blank, losing it to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when they spread five pieces throughout time. Zeo Crystal, yes, ding ding ding. Master Violator uses the Orbit Doom to reverse time, turning the MMPR into children, causing them to call the Aquitian Rangers. What are their names? Delphine, Cestro, Carcass, Orico. One more. Which one? The yellow. One of the most useless ones. Starts with a T. Titan? No. Think of water. What starts with a T? That's something that's water related. Typhus? Typhus is similar. Titus. Yes! Ding, ding, ding. <sighs> My ears are bleeding. <laughs> D6. After the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers successfully obtain all five Zeo subcrystals and reverse time, the blank drive Reed and Zed off the moon, forcing the five teen seas, the Zeo crystals become the Zeo Rangers. Machine Empire. Yes! Ding, ding, ding. 97. Uh, the space pirate blank arrives on Earth to a 
awaken talks- Blank on the island of Blank, forcing Maldor. the Zoom Rangers to upgrade their powers by shifting them into the Turbo Rangers. All right, so you got Divatox and Malgar, island of what? Maranthius. Yes! Ding, ding, ding. Shortly after the Turbo Rangers graduate from high school, Zordon decides to return to Altar, passing his role as mentor to Demetria from the planet Blank. Uh, Dimitri. The planet. Delta. No. The planet bitch, because Demetria is a bitch. No. It's another word for questions. It starts with an I. Inquiry. Yes, it's something based along the lines of inquiry, but it's the planet name. Inquiria? Ooh, that's good. No. Inquirious? Yeah, there you go. Inquirious. Yep. This bitch talks in questions, and she's from the planet Inquirious. <laughs> the Turbo Rangers eventually decide to retire, passing their powers to four new teens. What are their names? Cassie, Carlos, TJ, Ashley. There you go. The Turbo Rangers are later informed Zordon that Eltar is being attacked by an unknown force at the same time Divatox attacks the power chamber, blowing it up and shifting the Turbo Rangers of their powers and forcing them to get to a space battle from the space program Blank to travel to Eltar. Nasano. Yes! Ding ding ding! 98! The former Turbo Rangers meet a Corovian named Andros who is also trying to rescue Zordon from the Monarch of Evil, Blank. The two sides team up, forming the Space Rangers to fight the Princess of Evil, Astronomy who is later revealed to be the blank of blank. Okay, Monarch of Evil, Dark Spectre. Mm-hmm. Carone, the sister of Andros. Yes! Ding, ding, ding. Dark Spectre eventually orders all of his minions to attack the universe, which is only stopped after Andros blanks blanks with his blank. Kills Zordon with his spiral saber. Yes! Ding, ding, ding. 99. The blank embark on an intergalactic mission to find a new planet in their space colony named blank. Well, it's Terra Ventures, a space colony. Yeah. The blank embarks. The government? No. (laughs) Is it Nasada again? No, it's not Nasada. It's Anagram. GSA! Yes! Ding, ding, ding. Four Earthlings from this colony and a native from the planet Miranoi release the blank from their resting places, becoming the Galaxy Rangers. Quasar Sabers! Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. After the pink Galaxy Ranger is killed by blank, the Quasar Saber... Can I finish? No. I'm trying to get out of this place. So Psycho Pink ends up on the blank with blank, saving it becoming the next pink galaxy ranger killed by psycho pink her quasar saber ends up on onyx right yes with corona saving it yes terra venture eventually ends up in the lost galaxy where they must face the space pirate blank captain mutiny mm-hmm. 2000s a military organization recruits five specialists to fight recently released demons from destroying marinade by these five are named carter a blank chad a blank joel a blank kelsey a blank and Dana a blank becoming the Lightspeed Rangers. Okay, wait. I'm gonna say this. Carter's a firefighter. Chad is a SeaWorld apologist. Joel's a creep. Kelsey's a lesbian. And Dana's an icon. Okay, let's be more specific here. Let's not make jokes. That, that's the truth, though. Okay, you got Carter and Chad, right? Joel is a what? Pilot or something. Yes. Kelsey's a... A rock climber slash lesbian. Yes. And Dana is a... A paramedic doctor student slash... Actress and icon. Part-time model. That's she is a part-time model, yeah. They are later joined by Ryan, the Titanium Ranger, who was raised by Blank after he assumed his dad, Captain Mitchell, abandoned him. Daddy Diabolico. Yes. 
God, he is so hot. I Balco, not Ryan. 2001. Four Time Force Rangers time travel from the year 3000 after the mutant criminal Blank steals the Blank to take over the Earth in the past. Rancic steals the Chrono Prison or... Something Prison. It's something with a C. Cryo. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. They end up in the city of Blank, teaming up with the ancestor of Blank, Wes Collins, to defend Silver Hills in the past as the Time Force Rangers. Silver Hills. Alex, the douchebag. Piece of shit, motherfucker. 2002, after a human scientist Blank begins to masquerade as Master Org to enact worldwide pollution, four heroes from the city of Blank team up with Jungle Boy Cole Evans to form the Wild Force Rangers. So the first one is Severus Snape. Well, essentially, yeah, same story. Is the city Turtle Cove? Yes, the city is Turtle Cove. Victor something, right? Victor, yes. Victor... Victor... With an A. An A? Yeah, last name. Victor, um, Aquatar? Victor Aquatar? I mean, that's a pretty dope-ass name. Victor, uh, Victor Austin. No. Victor Anderson. <gasps> no. I got Victor. Okay. Last name. He's Victor. Victor what? Victor is Master Org. Full name. We did a full name? Yes. We need his government name. Jesus fuck. Um, Victor. What does it end with? An R. A dare? No. How many letters is it? Five. A door. No. Victor Adler? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Fucking hell, that was stupid. Well, that's the rules of the game. They are later joined by Blank, who was formerly Blank and had a relationship with Blank. Merrick, he was a knight and he had a bump and ugly situation with Princess Shayla. He was a knight, but he was also a bad guy. What's the name of the bad guy? Zanaku. Yes, ding, ding, ding. 2003. The ninja warlord Blank returns to Earth after being banished. Yes, to capture all Earth's ninjas. After capturing nearly all the ninjas from the Blank Ninja Academy, Three students, Shane, the Blank Ninja, Dustin's the Blank Ninja, and Tori, the Blank Ninjas, form the Wind Rangers. Uh, the Wind Ninja Academy? Mm-hmm. Shane, the... Power of what? Power of air. Mm-hmm. Dustin, power of earth. Tori, power of water. Yes. They are later joined by Blank and Blank, who are members of the Blank Ninja Academy. Hunter and Blake. Yes. Thunder Ninja Academy. Their final member is Blank, who becomes the Green Blank Ranger. Cam and the Green Samurai Ranger. They soon face an evil version of Blank, who be- <laughs> who is iconic. Clone Tori. 2004, Tommy Oliver becomes a Blank since retiring as a Power Ranger, getting job as a Blank teacher. A doctor. A history teacher? No. Science teacher? Yes. He is a paleontologist. Three of his students find the Blank to become the Dino Rangers to fight Blank, who is later revealed to be Tommy's old boss, Blank. The Dino Gems? Yes. To fight Mesagog, who is later revealed to be Anton Mercer. Yes. Tommy himself becomes the Black Dino Ranger after bonding with the Black Dino Gem, which also gives him the power of Blank. Invisibility. Yes! Blank becomes the White Dino Ranger, who is under an evil influence until he is freed from this, joining the other Rangers. Trent! Mm-hmm. 2005, in the dino charge dimension an archaeologist named blank finds the blank and bonds with it going into hiding and abandoning his son after being attacked by blank james navarro finds the aqua energem piece of shit fucking terrible dad after being attacked by ice age no it's more fury. obvious than that yes fury 2006 an earthquake causes a crack in the gates to the blank letting blank the night wolf escape with his goal to bathe the earth in darkness 
Gates to Hell. You gotta be more PG than that. Underworld? Yes. Letting Korag. Yes. The Sorceress Blank chooses five teenagers from the town of Blank to become Mystic Rangers. They take their powers from five elements, which are Blank. Udana. Mm-hmm. Briarcliff? Briar... Wood. Yes. Five elements, which are... Wind, fire, earth, water, and lightning. Yes. They are later drawn by Blank, a.k.a. the Solaris Knight. Daggeron. Yes. Fucking hate that guy. Korag's better. I'm sorry. 2007. The Morphin Masters send the Blank to Earth. The Ninja Nexus prism. Yes. It lands on a farm owned by Earth's greatest ninja, Blank. Dan Romero! Yes, where Blank, champion of Blank, takes it and his son, Blank. Galvanax. The Galaxy Warriors champion. Yes, and takes his son, Blank. Brody. Yeah, billionaire Blank finds the Blank, a.k.a. the crown of the gods. Andrew Hartford. Yes. The Corona Aurora. He is tasked by the Blank Knight. Sentinel Knight. Who tasks him with forming a team of Power Rangers to prevent the jewels from falling into evil hands. The Overdrive Rangers are later joined by Blank, an alien from the planet Blank. Or Tizon. The planet Tizonian? No. What's his ranger name? Planet Mercury? No, Mercury. Mercury. Mercuria. 2008. The Blank, or the Order of the Clot, tasks three students to guard over the chest containing the Dragon Spirit Blank. Daishi is a Dragon Spirit. The Paishua. Yes. After a vengeful student named Blank releases him, the three are sent to Blank and trained under Blank, the Wolfmaster, becoming the Jungle Fury Rangers. Um, Jared. Mm-hmm. He was mad because he had to grab a towel or something. The three are sent to, um, Pine Ridge? No. Jungle Karma Pizza? That's the place. What's the town? What are one of the paints from the Dino Fury finale. Oh, is it like the blue ocean? Ocean. Ocean Bluff? Yes. And train under blank. Under RJ. Yes. They are later joined by RJ, becoming the Wolf Ranger and a Rhino student named Blank. Dominant. Yes. 2009 in the RPM dimension, a computer virus named Blank is accidentally unleashed on Earth by a child prodigy named Blank. Benjix. Yes. Dr. K. Yes. The Earth is taken over by Vengex, with the last city on Earth blank that is under a dome and protected by the Ranger series operators. Corinth. They tell you at the beginning of every episode. Yes. They are later joined by twins blank and blank. Gemma Gemma. 2010. Raider Repulsa somehow returns, transporting the ABC Kids Stadium back to 1993, where she relives her defeats with stupid comic fonts and graphics added in. That's actually the premise of why we have the reversioning. 2011. The Blank, a race of evil demonic creatures planned to flood the earth in Blank River water. Sansu. To prevent this, descendants of the Blank clan are called to action using the Blank power to morph into Samurai Rangers. Sheba clan, yes. They are later joined by a fisherman named Blank, a childhood friend of Blank that becomes the Blank. Antonio, a childhood friend of Jaden that becomes the Goad Ranger. Yes. 2012, the true Red Sam Ranger named Deloren, the sister of Jaden Sheba, joins the team after perfecting the Blank. Symbol power. Yes. 2013, a group of bug-like aliens named the Blank come to Earth to take it over. Warstar. Yes. This causes its protector named Blank to wake up from his nap, choosing five teenagers from Blank to become the Megaforce Rangers. Gosei from the, um, Ernie's Brain Freeze. Girl. What's the name of the town? It's a county. Irwin County. 
Yes! They are later joined by a robotic warrior named Blank. Robo Knight. 2014, the Blank, the royal family led by Blank, the brother of Blank, comes to Earth to take it for himself, causing the Megaforce Rangers to harness powers of the Blank to become the Super Megaforce Rangers. The Armada, mm-hmm. the royal family led by... The Car. The brother of Rack comes to Earth, blah, 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 harness the powers of the legendary Rangers. Yes. They are later joined by Blank, the Silver Super Megaforce Ranger from the planet Blank. Orion. From the planet Androsia. Yes, Androsia. After both his sons are destroyed, Emperor Blank takes over the invasion, causing the legendary Rangers to come to the assist of the Super Megaforce Rangers, thanks to Master Green. Ten of which are shown helmless. Was there a Blank at the beginning of that? Yes. Emperor who? Mavro. Yes. And what are the Rangers that come to the assistance? Of uh, Tommy. Yes, one. Carone. Leo. Three. Damon. Four. Mike and Emily. Five, six. Wes. Seven. Carter and Dana. Eight, nine. You got two from the same team. What seasons am I missing? I tell you, you're going to get it. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I've said Mighty Morphin, Samurai. We did Lost Galaxy and Time Force and Lightspeed. Two Rangers from the same season. Oh, 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 oh. Um, TJ and Cassie. Yep, you got 11. Mm, 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 mm. On to 2015 in the Dino Charge Dimension. So did nothing happen in 2015 in the or 16 or 17 in the main dimension? No, because we had Dino Charge. Yes, 2015 and 16 were the Dino Charge dimension. I guess Legendary Battle just shook so many people that they just took a break. They were like, we're good for right now. The blank began to be found by random earthlings. Energems. The first two are found by Blank and Blank. Code and Chase. Code and Chase, yeah. The next two are found by Blank, Blank, and Blank. Tyler, Shelby, and Riley. Yes. Who discover them all around the same time, joining the other two to become the Dino Charge Rangers and, and find the other chems f- before Blank can. Sledge. Yes. They are later joined by a medieval knight named Blank and Xandar's Prince Blank. Philip. They are later joined by Kendall, who bonds with the Blank while trying to Blank. Purple Energem while trying to save Keeper. 2016 Dino Charge Dimension. After Sledge is presumably destroyed, Blank and Blank take over Sledge's ship. Heckle and Snide. Yes. The last two Dino Charge Rangers also joined the team, Blank and Blank. Bullshit, James Navarro. It's annoying. Yes. 2017 movie Dimension. Blank is scooped up from a fishing trip where she begins to steal some Blank so that she could obtain the Blank. Rita. Mm-hmm. Gold. Zeo Crystals. Yes. Meanwhile, five teens find the Blank, eventually finding the location of the Zeo Crystal. Blank. Power coins. At. Krispy Kreme. Yes. <laughs> 2017 Main Dimension. Brody Romero, who has been a slave on the blank for 10 years, steals the Nexus Prism when they travel to Earth. The Galaxy Ship? Galaxy Warrior Ship? No. A Warrior Ship? Warrior Dome? Yes! Ding, ding, ding. Pulling one out of the six blanks alongside four other teams, becoming the Silver Rangers in order to fight Galvanex and his Warrior Contestants. Ninja Power Stars. Mm-hmm. They are joined alongside Blank, a shape-shifting janitor from the Blank Galaxy and Blank's Brody robotic friend. Mick. Lion Galaxy and Redbot. Redbot, yes. We also learned the identity of the Golden Industrial Ranger, Blank, who was later revealed to be Blank. Levi and Aiden. Yes. Redbot's kind of a bitch, huh? I don't fuck with Redbot. I honestly forget Redbot was actually a thing sometimes. He wrote a book, that was about it. 2018, after the defeat of Galvanax, his advisor, Blank, takes over the Warrior Dome in order to use Ninja Super Steel stolen by Blank, a former prisoner of Sledge. Madame Odious. Uh-huh. Um, Badonna. Wow, you actually remember that name, wow. They fail, and the Ninja Steel Rangers gain even more powerful powers, becoming the Super Ninja Steel Rangers. After unlocking their Ninja Blaze Swords, they are recruited by Blank, Blank, and Blank, 
blank to assist them in rescuing the captured legendary rangers from blank and his ranger clone army. What are the three rangers in the cloaks? Wes, Coda, and Gemma? Yes. And who captures them? Lord Draven. Yes. And who are the captured rangers? There's seven of them. Let's see, Rocky, Tommy, two, Cat, three, Trent, four, Antonio, five. Antonio was in that? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Two more. Gia. Yes. One more. It's one from Legendary Battle. TJ. Yes. 2019. The government organization Blank develops an altered energy source named Blank. Created by Child Prodigy, Blank. A grid battle force. Morphex. Nate Silva. Yes. The day the Morphex towers are turned on, a computer virus named Blank corrupts two ranger candidates named Blank and Blank, turning them into dark avatars. Rocks. Blazing rocks. Mm-hmm. In a desperate attempt at fighting them, Nate turns Blank, Blank, and Blank into the Beast Morpher Rangers. Devin, Ravi, and Zoe. The dark avatars are sent to the blank where they are align themselves with a robotic scientist blank side dimension and scrozzy mm-hmm. nate silva eventually becomes a power ranger himself after bonding with blank dna and also creates a human robot hybrid named steel mantis dna yes steel yes for steel 2020. Evox is revealed to have survived the destruction of the cyber dimension, possessing the body of Blank and using this to forward his skulls. Possessing the body of Daddy, um, the Maya. The Maya, yeah. Scrozzle is also revealed to have survived this, creating Blank of Blazon Roxy. Roboclones. Yes! The intergalactic criminal Blank travels to Earth with his relic collection and attempts to break into Blank located in Grid Battle Force. Rhinotron. Or- right. What does it end with? Okay. Rykick? No. Ryjack. Yes! Oh. He wants to break into the what? The Ranger Vault. Yes. And the Beast Morpher Rangers team up with the Captain Blank to stop him. Chaku. Yes. Scrozzle obtains the Reanimizer, however, using it on his villain relics to revive Blank. The Dino Charge villains. Yes. In conjunction with the information taken from Blank to build an evil Zord named the Blank. Did he steal info from... The Ranger database? No. Nate. No. Who is captured in the Dino Charge team up? Episode? Oh, Keeper. Yes. And the Zord name is what? Uh, <laughs> With a C. The Cunt Zord. What's a name for like a combination of many things? I'm trying to visualize this. Isn't it like a multi-headed monster or something? Yes. Chimera? Yes! Ding, ding, ding! To stop Evox, the Beast Morph Rangers team up with the Blank Rangers, the Blank Rangers, and the Blank Rangers to defeat the Kamir Zord. Oh, the Blank Rangers! That's my favorite team girl the dino charge the dino thunder and the mighty morphin rangers yes during evox's end game his true identity is revealed which is blank he was vengeance yes ding 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 2021. Blank, a Rafconian under the alias of Blank, breaks into Blank, located in Blank, attempting to steal the Blank, but is stopped by two young adults who become the Dino Fury Rangers alongside the Rafconian Knight Blank. Tarek. Yes. Void Knight. Yes. Dino Henge. Yes. Pine Ridge. Yes. Forks. Yes. And Zato. Yes. Wow. Good job, Austin. They are later joined by the Blank siblings, Blankety and Blankety, and the Rafconian Knight named Blank, Awoken by Blank. Garcia's siblings, Javi and Izzy. And Ion. And Awoken by Master Green. Yes. 
It is later revealed that Tarek is using the Sporex to revive his injured wife Blank, and is presumably killed while trying to use the power of Dino Hinge to heal her. Sent to Ura. Oh, a Necromancer revives Blank. Zed. Yes. 2022. Void Knight is later revealed to have survived his altercation with the Dino Fury Rangers and is successful in reviving his wife, who later uses the power of the Sporks to turn into Blink. And later, Tarek is turned evil, becoming Blink. Void Queen, Void King. Yes. Blink also returns to Earth with Blink and attempts to make Sporks on Rafcon, but is defeated by Blink, traps him in a crystal. Zed. Mm-hmm. With Scrozzle. Uh huh. Master Green. Yes. Void Queen later unleashed her final plan on destroying earth but is stopped by blank who is revealed to be their blank amelia daughter <laughs> daughter yes yeah daughter blank sacrifices herself to destroy the blank but is revived by the blank when it's revealed that blank has escaped his crystal imprisonment zato mm-hmm. to destroy that meat monster thing what's his name does it start with an s it starts with an n the nemesis the, you got nemesis piece yes but is revived by the blank more from masters when it is revealed that blank has escaped his crystal imprisonment lord zen yes how do you escape a crystal mama uh, good question we don't know yet well we'll know later this year in cosmic fury 2025 three cadets are chosen to become B Squad Rangers after Blank, leader of the Blank, sets his sights on Earth. Or Grum. Yes. Trubian. Yes. They are also joined by Blank and Blank, two street kids. Jack and Z. Yes. Time for the year 3000. 3000 zero, zero. That's a jump. Year 3000. Sorry, I'm thinking Jonas Brothers. The mutant criminal Blank is arrested by Blank and is sentenced to life in prison. Rancic and Time Force. Who specifically? Jen and Alex. Fuck Alex, he didn't do shit. Just Alex, yes. Oh, fuck Alex. I hate him. He escapes, however, thanks to Blank and steals the Blank to take over the Earth in 2001. Nadira and steals the Cairo prison. He presumably kills the Red Time Force Ranger before he leaves, whereas fiance Blank and three other Time Force cadets travel to the past to stop Rancic in his prison full of mutants. Jen. Jen! And lastly, 3016 in the Hyperforce dimension, five members of Time Force are recruited by Jen Scotts to become the Hyperforce Rangers to prevent the Alliance leader from altering time. And I I think we're done. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We passed the trial, I hope. I hope so too. I hope so too, because I don't want to do this again. Oh my god. Oh my god, do you feel that? Whoa! <laughs> Congratulations, Ray. You've passed your trial. Now morph into Grid Ranger Metallics. It's morphin' time! Grid Ranger Metallics! Silver! Aw <laughs> oh, yeah, we beat the first trial. Thanks to me. Hey, we helped too. Yeah. Eh. It's not my fault my brain is jam-packed with all this ranger knowledge. Yeah, I figured you'd pass with flying colors. This next trial is a real doozy though. And by that, I mean super gay. Speaking of gay, Austin, it's time for your trial. <laughs> Excuse me, bitch? You heard me. In the trial of queerness, you'll need to put your gaydar to the test. You'll have Ray and Amber to help you decide who on each ranger team breaks highest on the Kinsey scale. Your trial starts now. <sighs> All right, guys, let's crush my trial. We got to figure out who's the gayest on each ranger team. Wow, that seems to be fucking easy compared to my trial. Jesus. I was gifted with this trial, honestly. Let's start with my Morphin. So it's all three seasons. We have Jason, Zach, Billy, Kim, Trini, Tommy, Rocky, Adam, Aisha, and Kat. I think from the first batch, I think Kim is up there. She's just fruity. I'm going to reference Bloom of Doom. She starts a little plant club. That's pretty gay. But she's also a girly. But maybe she's one of the girlies. Girlies loving 
girlies. Yeah. I was thinking more so Adam because he's soft and sensitive in this Bitch, season. Bitch, me too. He gives bi energy. Because I already ship him with Rocky and Aisha anyway. He's bi wife energy. He's like just a poor little thing that just... Like, Goldar's vice versa. Like, it was so hard for him to get a date for the vice versa dance. That's so inaccurate. That's bullshit. How dare you diss this boy? He's beautiful. Look at him. And he has that one earring. If he was a now boy, oh my god, the TikTok girls would fucking eat him alive. And the boys, honestly. And the theys. We want to go with Adam. I'm going with Adam. I think Adam's the queerest. All right. Alien Rangers. Bitch, I don't know. These are fish. Um, we got Delphine, Oricos, Sestro, Corcus, and Tidius. Well, I think by just automaticness, I guess, Corcus is the gayest alien ranger because his actor is gay. I don't think that's the fairest assumption. I think Sestro gives me the gayest vibes because him and Billy give me vibes. None of these rangers to me have personality, really, except for Delphine and Sestro. Sestro's a pretty gay name. I'm gonna go Sestro. I'm going for Sestro because, like, seriously, he and Billy were putting off some energy. Because Sestro has a fucking beard. She's a beard, honey. And I don't think she's going to be mentioned once and always, so maybe they broke up. All right, Sestro, let's move on to Zio. Got some repeats here. Tommy, Adam, Rocky, Tanya, Kat, Jason. I think Adam is going to continue his streak here. I guess he will. What's new here besides just tanya yeah tanya's a gay icon she's not gay let's combine turbo and in space since it's basically the same bitches justin tj carlos ashley cassie andros zane phantom ranger psycho rangers well clearly this is gonna be a tie we have a tie andros and zane yep i feel like andros is a little bit more though he has the long hair he has the long hair he's beautiful he's got the highlights and the earring he's got two hands and so he has someone for each hand and clearly he has a crush on Zane and it's reciprocated. Do we think Andros or Zane more? I mean, Zane has bleached hair. I'm just saying. But Andros has streaks. That's gayer. Yeah. Because it's long hair. <laughs> Zane also had his thing with Astronema too. They're both biased. Andros had his fling with Ashley. Astronema is a queen though. I'm kind of leaning towards Zane. I think Zane too. He has bleached hair and he worshipped a gay icon. I mean. And he did wear silver shirts. Nothing says gay like silver shirt. Talking to you, Ray. Lost Galaxy. This is going to be a landslide. But Leo, Kai, Damon, Maya, Kendricks, Carone, Magna Defender, who's kind of daddy, and Mike. It's obviously Maya. Maya and Kendricks are girlfriends. I'm giving it to Maya. I think we have to give it to Maya and Kendricks because they're girlfriends. Maya is a classic jungle lesbian. There was that episode where we see Maya's old girlfriend that was a monster in disguise too. So. Exactly. So Maya is the queen. Yeah, Maya wins. That was a landslide. Lightspeed, another landslide. <laughs> Do we even have to? No, but I will anyway. Carter, Chad, Joel, Kelsey, Dana, Ryan. Kelsey, come on now. Yes, Kelsey. She has an astronaut girlfriend. That is canon. You cannot argue with that one. No. Kelsey and Nancy OTP. If you tell me that wasn't real, you're heterosexual. I'm not listening to you. You're delusional. Time Force. Oh, this is going to be a good one because I really don't know. Time Force, we got Trip, Jen, Wes... Katie, Lucas, Eric, and Miss Bitch Alex. You think Trip because of the green hair? I'm going Trip because he gives twink energy. But I can also see Wes because he's also given by energy. The whole thing with Eric and then also Jen. Yeah, but I think I'm going to 
Trip here. I do love Trip. Trip feels a little genderqueer to me. So Trip has twink. I guess he has a gem on his head. That's kind of gay. He's twink. He has dyed hair. From Zybrian to Zybrian. I fucking know, man. That's fair. Good on you, Trip. Maybe use that queerness to pick some better clothes. Um, Wild Force. We got Cole, Max, Danny, Alyssa, Taylor, and Merritt. This is one where there's a couple of options here. There's at least three. There's a couple in this team. Max and Danny. Well, this is like half the team. Max and Danny, but also Taylor is so butch. Taylor gives me lesbian energy. Taylor's butch, but she also had the thing with Eric and the team up nothing happens of that though she was like i have the power i'm just playing with you because you're a man max and danny go on their honeymoon in the wild force finale so that is basically a canon shit they are married i'll let that be our first ties max and danny if you want to say who's higher on the kinsey scale i'd say max because danny had that little crush on that flower girl you're right but danny is really soft i love him congratulations max ninja storm i don't know about this shane waldo dustin you put Waldo, my god. Corey, Blake, Hunter, Cam. I'm gonna give it to our boy Waldo, because he's pan. He's pansexual. I'm getting straight from all of these. They stink of heterosexual. Technically, though, Dustin is a pan because Mara is not human. They're not subject to our gender constructs. Cam's a little sassy. It's ranger form. I don't know. This is pulling its straws. I know. This is a hard one. This doesn't give off a whole lot of energy. It's still iconic. The energy isn't very strong with this team. Maybe I'll lean towards Dustin just because, to Amber's point, he was in love with the alien, but also he's the goofiest. I could also see him make it out with a dude. Like, I feel like he'd be chill with that. He'd be like, yeah, cool. You're cute. He kind of gives 2000 soccer porn vibes. He gives 2000 stoner where he's just like, okay, man, like chill. He does have a whole monologue about why the sky is see-through. He just feels like that guy. He doesn't really care about what's in your pants. He just wants to make out with you because you're pretty. Where's Waldo? Well, we found him and he's gay. Moving on to Dino Thunder. Connor, Ethan, don't call her Kira, Tommy, and Trent. Well, Trent is an artist. Trent's whole thing is with Kira. They dropped that, though. Connor could give me queer vibes closeted. I mean, Connor plays soccer. Gay people play soccer. Trent gives me bisexual artist vibes. Maybe he kissed Connor and he's like, I don't want to tell my dad. He's like, you're fine. I don't care if you kissed boys. I kissed your teacher. Whatever. I think I'll throw that to Trent. Disney's kind of like too straight for its own good. It's hard. It's really hard in some of these. SPD, Jack, Sky, Bridge, Z, Sid, Sam, Doggy, Cat, Nova, and A Squad, I guess. I'd say Sam because he's a glittery ball of light. I don't know. I think Sky. He's like a queer hating queer. Oh, you think he's one of those? He's like, I'm queer and I know I am, but he's like so mad about it because like he's trying to live up to his dad's legacy. Well, his dad wasn't a queer. True. That gives me that vibe. And he kind of wants to hate fuck Jack. Oh, yeah. The hate fuck is real. All right, I'll give it a Sky if you want. Sky it is. Sky was not the limit there. <laughs> Mystic Force. Nick, Xander, Chip, Madison, Vita, Daggeron, Udana, Lanbo. Vita. Because of that hair. I think she's a pick me girl. She wants to fuck Nikolai. Lily's mom is hot. Uh ha ha. No, I'm gonna go with Xander. Xander? He's such a ladies guy. He's a narcissist. Narcissists are pretty gay. I'm gonna go Vita. I don't know. Like, I feel like Vita's the easy answer. Yeah, that's why we want to go with it. Mystic Force. So I don't want to talk about this anymore. I mean, it makes sense. She got the pixie cut, the dyed hair, and she makes a comment about thinking someone's mom's hot. She hates men and she wants to fuck Nikolai. I mean, none of these are good answers, so 
whatever. Let's just go with Vita. I'm over it. Even more over it. Overdrive. We got Mac, Will, Dax, Ronnie, Rose, Tyson. Mac, he's never touched a booby in his life and never will. Ronnie is an objectum sexual. She wants to fuck cars she wants his fluids i can see mac because he's a robot and i feel like that kind of like i'm a real boy story that's kind of gay Polly shore pinocchio can i leave to see the world on my own you can do mac if you want yeah i'm gonna give it to mac jungle fury casey theo lily rj dominic and i guess the spirit rangers rj screams bisexual oh, i smell the bisexuality classic queer stoner he smokes he likes pizza come on now and you can't sit properly that's bisexual behavior can't sit in a chair right rpm scott flynn summer dylan ziggy jim and Gemma. it's gonna be dylan and ziggy i'll fight you what about scott and dylan though they had that whole episode they have that whole episode where they're handcuffed together and they have to take a shower together dylan has two hands but dylan is obviously the queerest because we can ship him with more people yeah dylan's just a pass around party bottom he really is he's a top are you kidding me samurai this one's very clear Jaden, kevin mike emily mia antonio and lauren antonio antonio it's antonio mm-hmm, period believe it baby i'm back and i'm ready for some action mega force troy noah jake gia emma robo knight orion gia gia why gemma oh this is true yes logic emma clues gia but you think that leans more towards gia's favor than emma hmm I don't know. I mean, maybe Emma, because she's not really shipped with anybody until, like, the very end with Orion for some reason. I think it's Gia. She gives me queer energy. She wears that leather jacket, so... But Emma wears a denim jacket. Those are both pretty gay. She rides a bicycle. She wears the girly short shorts. Here's the thing, though, is Emma's jacket is undecorated, which therefore is not queer. Oh, it would have patches. Yeah, there's no enamel pins. Honestly, flip a coin, I don't care. It's one of the girls, but I root for Gia. I'll give it to Gia. Dino Charge... Oh, this is fucking easy. It's the highest on the Kinsey scale. There's so much queerness on this list. It's hard to contain it. We got Tyler, Coda, Chase, Riley, Shelby, Ivan, Kendall, Prince Philip, Poop Navarro, Zenowing, and Albert Smith. Albert's all the way on the far end of the Kinsey scale. There's nothing over there. It's basically Antarctica. Girl, it's Riley. Let's be real. There is proof that he has flirted with literally every man on the team, including the blue chicken. And he's the only actor who's come out and said, I played him to be gay. Except for Monty's actor. All right, Riley. Slade, House Down Boots, our first gay male ranger coda's asexual the only thing coda wants is burgers he's asexual and then also ivan oh obviously i mean it's canon that he fucks women but he has a lot of like speed isn't everything sir riley i mean come on he was a knight who would go on journeys with other knights they're basically cowboys in armor and cowboys are definitely queer and chase is bisexual because he flirts with girls but also fools around he flirts with, with anything with legs yeah Maybe I'd make an argument that he's pansexual. That boy is pansexual. He flirts with anything. He'd flirt with aliens and robots. And he'd probably pull all of the bitches. Maybe the straightest is Tyler, but he also turned the shirt off and doing handstands. I don't think any of them are straight. Tyler wears the tightest jeans I've seen in my life. They would suffocate me. Tyler is also queer. The blue chicken literally put his essence inside Riley, so there you have it. Love that. Let's move on to Ninja Steel. (sighs) I don't know. Brody, Preston, Calvin, Sarah, 
Haley, Aiden, I'm Levi, Dane, and Mick. I have no idea. The issue here is that none of these rangers really have personality. That's true. Brody could be asexual, I guess. I mean, you could also go for Sarah because her and Vieira did have some moments there. I would never choose Sarah just on principle. I hate Sarah. I know, but that's like the gayest thing that happened in that show. Yeah, I just, God, I hate her. They gave, they gave lesbian energy. Preston has a thing with a girl. Levi's got really tight pants. Calvin's a little fruity, but that's mostly just because of the actor. I'm sorry, Levi's got the tight pants. Like, cowboy? Come on, we already made that point. Cowboys are gay. Let's give it to Levi. Let's give it to a gold. He wears a cowboy hat every day. That's pretty gay. I'm giving it to Levi. I, I hate everyone else on this team. Congrats, Levi. Sing me a song. Beast Morphers. We got Devin, Ravi, Zoe, Steel, Nate, Blaze, and Roxy. Nate. Nate. Yeah, it's Nate. Even though he's with Zoe, it's Nate. Dino Fury. Zato, Ollie, Javi, Izzy, Amelia, Ion, and Tarek. Izzy is canonically lesbian, so. Yeah, she automatically wins. Yeah, she already gets the trophy. When you're actually queer, you automatically get it. Do we want to go over all of our winners and see who is the gayest out of everybody? Well, we already know that. It's Izzy. You would give it to Izzy? She's the one that's out the most. She's the one who's literally a lesbian. Literally a lesbian. Yeah, but Riley flirts with 20 men. I guess we can duke it out between the two, I guess. Riley versus Izzy. I mean, I want to give it to Riley, but Izzy actually says stuff. And she kisses her girlfriend on the screen. Riley does it in the back where no one's looking. Mm, that's true. All right. Congratulations, Izzy. She done broke the Kinsey scale. I guess so. Does that mean we passed this trial? <laughs> Congrats, Austin. You've passed your gay trial. I had no doubts. It's time for you to morph into Grid Ranger Metallics. <laughs> it's morphing time. <laughs> Grid Ranger Metallics, Rosé! Of course Austin got the gay trial. Rosé? I thought you were Rose Gold. Eh, I changed it to Rosé, it's more my vibe. Very good, Ray and Austin. Now, Amber, since you're known for having spicy takes, I've tasked you with the third and final test, the trial of critique. You'll need to toot or boot the looks of every human lady villain with the help of Ray and Austin. Your trial starts now! Well, I guess I say it best for last. All right, so we're going to start with our human ladies. And obviously, we're going to start off with the queen, the originator, the blueprint, if you will, Queen Rita Repulsa. And we're obviously going to go for a toot because you've got a hat made of hair, cone boobs better than Madonna's, the jewelry. It's not even just like, oh, she's the first one. I'm like, no, she's legitimately the best. Is she nerving? It's a toot for me. You're going to hate me for this, but I think I'm going to give her a boot. You're going to try to spice me on the first one? I'm going to give her a boot because I don't like the color of the dress. I'm sorry. It's brown. They match though. All the colors are complementary. It's not like she's brown and then an ugly shade. That blue goes really nice and so does the gold. This is me being spicy. Boot. The cone titties are a toot for me. Honestly. All right. Next up is our girl Scorpina. I like her Luke. I love it. It's a little basic. Though. There's not a lot going on. She tells you what she is. Scorpion. So I give it a toot. It passes the category. You know what she is. Her name. She's gorgeous. She whoops ass. I give it a toot. She understood the assignment. So next up is Diva Talks. Toot. I'll give her a toot because I love the pirate realness. She served pirate queen realness. She's a good toot. I love 
love the bodice. I love the collar, the cape, the titties. The eyepiece, the hair. Yeah, she serves. I'm controversial. I like purple and red together. Other Amber best friends, she hates it. So like we always have that argument about purple and red together. But I think they look good together. It goes with gold. It's very warm. Like I love it. It's a toot. It's a toot. So you're good. It's a toot toot. It's a toot and a toot and a toot. All right, next up is a long section. It's our queen of all evil, Astronema. So we're going to start out purple wig. Classic. It's the originator. It always looks good. She's clean. It's a nice wig. We love her. And they always use that for the reference for Astronema. She's there. She's the moment. The long black hair. I'm going to give this a toot as well. It's a I nice like looking wig. It doesn't look crusty. The accessories look nice. We're going to serve. Next up is the curly blonde hair. Boot. That is an absolute fucking boot. boot. It looks dry. It looks crusty. <laughs> I I do love the idea of the black streaks though a little bit. There's like little ones and they do better later. I think there's little stars in it, but yeah. This one, it looks too over hairsprayed, teased, burnt out. So we're going to boot her. It does look better than our next one, which is the brunette hair. I boot. fucking hate it. It is a boot. This is disrespectful. It is homophobic. And I personally feel utterly attacked by this hair. It looks like a rat's nest. It does. And there's like this weird little silver. Str- it's terrible. I hate it. I'm glad they only used it for like two episodes. Uh, next up we have the gray hair i kind of like this it's almost a toot but it's still a boot it's a boot for me i gotta give it a toot because of the color i just think the styling is bad now we got the short black hair it's kind of a little cunt bob i'm I'm into it it is and it looks like it's got a little moment that dangly's in it i did like three boots in a row i'm gonna give this one a toot it's a soft toot yeah i'll give it a soft toot too the silver and black hair i love it it's weird it gives very sci-fi yeah it's a controversial yet brave opinion but she's there She's the moment. She's giving me the volume that I think that the gray hair should have given me. I like the style of it. It's a lot better put together. It's good hair. She does the job. Next up is the blue hair. This hair is also iconic. I mean, they used it for an action figure. So we're going to give it a toot. No, yeah. Yes. She's beautiful. She's the moment. And then last up, we have cunty little red hair. I love. It's a toot. We love a bitch, Bob. We love a little cunty 90s bitch businesswoman realness. Yeah, she wants to speak to your manager. The bangs are giving a little bit of Courtney Cox from Scream 3, but it's still a toot. It gives very cyberpunky, which obviously she's a robot, so it does the job. Next up, we have Psycho Yellow's Disguise. Basic boot. It's so basic. It's just classic leather. We're going to see it repeat itself at least one more time. In Megaforce. We're going to boot it here because the coat doesn't fit her very well. I don't think Psycho Yellow was caring about fashion that day. She just wanted to kill a ranger. But you know what? You can look fabulous while killing it. Next up is Trakina. Serving bug realness. Basic Trakina, gorgeous, absolute toot. We've got colors. It is a cornucopia of beautifulness. There's different textures to look at. It looks rich. We love her thigh high boots. Exactly. And her face. Uh, beat to the fucking guides. And I love the purple glittery eyes headpiece. Yes. And then there's her lightspeed Luke where she's wearing a mask. I'd like to keep it on, please. I think it's okay. I like it. It's a really basic ass mask. It's like Trakina, but if she was in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> They're trying to hide the fact they couldn't get the actress back. And then I guess there's her fusion look where she has like dreads. Oof. Eh, no. I'm sorry, honey. You need rehab. You look a little strung out. Next uh is Vipra. 
Slay. That's a two. It is a slay. She's snake. It gives snake. I love boob armor. I love the wings. Silver shoulder pads, leather pants. And she's camp. The dark berry lip. Because it could have been so easy just to be red, but she went berry. And that's bold. You would think I wouldn't go for that because Viper is otherwise a meh character, but no, she looked good the entire time. And then next up, Nadira. Love. I love her, but I think the outfit's a little basic. It's just white shoulder pads, white, white, white. But it's a nice design. The wigs don't necessarily always give. I love the shade. I would say if I have to give an outfit a boot, I'd give this a boot. Our other outfits are iconic. I think her basic look is a little basic. I like it better when she doesn't have the headdress on. I love that little headdress. I do too, but sometimes the hair in it doesn't quite look like the hair would be attached to her head. She looks like a cone head. It is fierce, but if I had to pick one or the other, helmet off. But I like the rest of the suit. I'm going to say it's like a half to. I'm going to give it a boot. I'm going to give it a half to because if she doesn't wear the helmet, I toot it. If she's got the helmet on, it's a boot because I make the rules. The next up is Toxica. This is going to be controversial. I'm going to say boot. Really? It's a little too on the nose. It kind of is. I think it has something to do with the lower half plus the collar. I think that area is just kind of not my favorite. And the mismatched boob armor. One's black, one's blue. I think colors don't feel quite as harmonious because the blues are a warm blue and a cold blue. And then she has her orc horn protruding out of her little headpiece and why is it red? Her contrast. It's almost like a toot, but it's definitely a boot. I'll give it a light boot. I'm gonna give it a boot. Let's see. Next up, it's our girl Mara. Boot. Oof, I feel sorry, but yeah, boot too. I kind of don't like this look. She has brown gloves and her red shirt and she's got her giant goggles. I love that. It gives... It's camp. Definitely gives early 2000s mean protagonist vibes. I've liked it since I was younger. I'm tooting it. I'll give it a boot. I'm giving it a boot. And then next up is obviously Capri. This one, it's a toot. I love the black leather. I love the wig. Yeah, I I like the hair more in this. It looks a lot more put together. It is the better outfit. If I had to pick between the two, this one would obviously be the better one. This is a little more harmonious in colors. It's black and pink and that's it. It's not 50 million colors. And the pink wig is better than it was on Adira. This pink is a better pink. I love the bubblegumness of it. And I like the headpiece too. The headpiece is very natural. This is absolutely a two. No questions. Next up is Elsa. Alright, so Elsa has two looks. She has her early Dino Thunder look with the cornrows. And then she has your high ponytail look. Short hair is a boot. Oh, hell yeah. I hate the hair, but I love her makeup. I love her makeup more with the short hair. I don't like the little line down the middle of her chin. What's that about? I think it has character. I like it. It's a vibe. But also, I like that it's more dark around her eyes. Yeah, there's more shadow around her eyes. Her lips look more reflective than the long hair. Yeah, there's a little bit more lip gloss on. The high ponytail is a little more natural look. It's a little more cunty. She looks a little tired in the early one. Got like bags under her eyes. I I would have liked to see short hair makeup on the long hair look. Yeah, that would have been fierce. I also like the fishnets on the arms for the second one. And I like the hair better, clearly. With the long hair look, it's a toot. The only thing I don't necessarily love is how the widow's peak is formed. <laughs> yeah, it looks weird. But it's otherwise a toot. At least it looks like hair, not a helmet. Yeah, so toot for long haired Elsa, boot for short haired Elsa. Next up is Mora and Morgana. Those are boots. 
suits. Boop, boop. They're basic. I don't care. It's just basic black dresses. It's not really anything crazy. Next up is Miratrix. And guess what? It's also a boot because those hairs are fucking ugly. Yeah. The bob is better. And I don't get why she doesn't match Kandor. Kandor is a blue ninja. She gets a purple kimono or whatever. It's terrible. The hair from the first one is a little better. It's It's more interesting, but it also feels like maybe they should have just got an Asian actress for this because her outfit is really Japanese. Well, that and if you look at the eye makeup, they almost look like they style her eyes to kind of look like a different ethnicity. Boot, boot, hard boot. And the second look is a bitch bob with a ponytail in the back. Wait, it has a ponytail? It has a ponytail in the back. Nah, I'm good. Thanks. Let's move on. Next up is Camille. It's a two. It's a two. It had a lot to work on. I like the fit, but at the same time, I kind of wish it was more green in the outfit because she has red sleeves and whatnot. And I'm like, where's the green? For a chameleon. She doesn't have quite enough red, but maybe they did that to have her match Daishi more. I do like that she also has a ponytail that curls up like a chameleon tail on the helmet of her armor. They really did some good shit there. Toots all across the board. And then next up, we have my girls, Tanaya 7 and 15. I think 7 is a boot because that- Because I don't like that headpiece. It's too busy and the- Covering her face too much. But 15? 15's cunt. That is a shoot. Silver shoulder pads, silver headpiece. Love it. And it's not covering her face. You see more of her. Yeah, it looks a lot better. It's a two. I'm giving it a shoot. He's only saying that because it's silver. All right. So after our girl Tanaya is Movie Rita. That's a shoot. I like Movie Rita suit. Out of all the outfits in that 2017 movie, she is the best. And it took some warming up at first because it felt jarring when we first saw it. Well, it was jarring because we're so used to what Rita looks like and then they gave us something completely different. Knowing the context of it, she's the Green Ranger. And it was like her suit that's all broken up. Yeah, it's perfect. It was awesome. It also looks so much better when they gave her a wand to completes the look. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love her. Next up is Dark Avatar Roxy. I mean, honestly, let's just clump this together. Yeah, let's clump these together. Roxy and Robo Roxy. I mean, they're the same outfit. It's really just deciding if you like yellow or purple. It's an all black outfit with shoulder pads and stripes on the middles but the difference is one has yellow one has purple i'll tell you what if i have to pick one of them to be a toot and one to be a boot the toot will be robo roxy because i love the purple in her hair if i have to pick one i'm gonna give it to robo roxy because i love the highlights in the hair and that was her idea by the way liana ramirez's idea to give the highlight thank you liana you slayed i kind of wish they had highlights in the first looks too me too and then last but not least is little mucus because she did get a human form i love it I think it's cute. If we're judging this based on what we would see Mikas as a human, this just fits the assignment. It's the pink dress, green hair, pink hat. They capture the elements. I would have done the hair bigger and made it really come out or do a bigger hat. I feel like the hat is supposed to be the mushroom and then the green is supposed to be the slime coming down from it. They even did the silver cuffs on her too. That's attention to detail. I'll give her a two. She's cute. Top two. Oh, God. I'm going to give it to 2015. You would. That is so basic. Silver. I might say 2017 movie right now. Because she had the budget. She had a nice budget. It's Elizabeth Banks. She literally understood the assignment. I'm going to go either between that or Purple Hair Astronoma. Can't go wrong with the classic. I would also say Rita is up there too, because I forever love that outfit. It gives you witch, which she's a space witch. Well, I think we did it, guys. It's the last trial. Uh, We all know I passed this. Without a doubt.
But one last question, Amber. My Gridmaster Emerald look, toot or boot? Oh, honey. That's a straight up shoot. That was the correct answer. Congrats, Amber. You've passed your trial. Now join your teammates and ranger up. It's Morphin time. Grid Ranger Metallics, gold. Congratulations, Grid Rangers. You've passed my trials. All three of you possess the qualities needed to harness such power. But each one of you excels in a specific trait. Ray, you offer the show vast knowledge of the Ranger legacy. Austin, your heightened queerness is more than the show could ever need. And Amber, let's be real. Your critiquing skills lend an alternate perspective compared to your teammates' similar opinions. Hey! See? But my point stands. It's clear that the grid is in good hands with you three as its protectors. You truly are worthy. We are worthy! Now strike a pose and do your little roll call thingy. You guys ready? Ready! Ranger of Knowledge, Grid Ranger Metallic, Silver! Ranger of Queerness, Grid Ranger Metallics, Rosé! Ranger of Critique, Grid Ranger Metallics, Gold! Grid Ranger, Ranger Slay, ready, ready to, to save, save the day. day! Who the fuck brought explosives in here? It comes with the suit. Ah. So Jay, how did you come up with these trials? Did you have any help? That's a very good question. I actually have a little robotic assistant that I rescued from the rubble of the cyber dimension. Scrozzle planned to use him for evil, but I reprogrammed him to help me develop your trials. Glitch, power on. Hi guys. I hope I didn't make the trials too easy for you. I tried it really hard to make them really difficult. Beep boop, beep boop. Why is he a baby? Well, when I was working on him, there was a glitch in his system that turned him into this. Oh, so that's why his name is Glitch. Actually, no. Glitch stands for good little icon that can help. I'm an icon. Beep boop, beep boop. Oh, he's so adorable. <clears throat> I mean, adorable. Well, shit, you want him? He kind of gets on my nerves, to be honest, so uh, you'll be doing me a huge favor if you take him off my hands. Oh my god, yes! Austin, we already have one baby in this group. Do we really need another? Please, Ray. Oh, all right. Yay! Jeez, Ray, you were too fucking soft. I'm gonna call you Glitchy. Glitch. Beep boop, beep boop. Does he have an off switch? You leave him alone. He's just a little baby. Well, if Glitchy wants to earn his keep, he's going to need to help me with some editing and scripting. All right, boss. I will be a great help in your podcast endeavors. Beep boop, beep boop. He looks so cool, too. I can't wait till someone draws some art of him. Oink. I'm hungry. I want chicken nuggies. Give me, give me, give me nuggies. Wait a second, you're a robot. How can you eat? You know what, shut the fuck up, Ray. Don't listen to him, Glitchy. We can get some nuggies on the way home. Yay! Yummy, 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 nuggy, nuggy, nuggies! Beep boop, beep boop. Can I also have a chocolate donut and some milky too? Don't push your luck, Glitchy. God, I'm already starting to regret this. Thanks again, Ray. You're really doing me a solid. Do you have any idea how annoying it is to have a loud and obnoxious baby screaming in your ear all the time? Yes. Now I have two. Anywho, you're all free to go, but don't be strangers, you hear? Actually, Jay, we're getting ready to record our 10th anniversary special. Care to join us? I mean, I was just gonna unwind and rewatch all three parts of the wedding, so sure, why not? Not again! Whee! Beep boop, beep boop. Morphin Legacy presents... The Grid.
Hey everybody, this is Rory Travis, aka Devin Daniels from Power Rangers Beast Morphers, and you're listening to The Grid. Activate Beast Power! Hey, what's up everybody? This is Jasmine Betawalia, aka Robbie Shaw from the Power Ranger Beast Morphers, and you're listening to The Grid. Activate Beast Power! Hey everybody, this is Liana Ramirez, aka Roxy from Power Rangers Beast Morphers, and you are listening to The Grid. Toodles! Hey everybody, I'm Brennan Mejia, aka Tyler Navarro from Power Rangers Dino Charge, and you're listening to The Grid. Dino Charger, ready! Greetings, this is Davi Santos, also known as Sir Ivan of Xandar from Power Rangers Dino Charge, and you're listening to The Grid. Dino Charger, ready! Hey everybody, this is CR Hannah, aka Gia from Power Rangers Megaforce and Super Megaforce, and you are listening to The Grid. Go, go, Megaforce! And you know what time it is. It's morphin' time! Hey, everybody, I'm Erin Cahill, aka Jen from Time Force, and you're listening to The Grid. Hey, Space Pirates, this is Hilary Shepard, also known as the Toxic Diva, Diva Talks from Power Rangers Turbo, and you're listening to The Grid. Viva la Diva! Hi, everybody, this is Nakia Baris, aka Tanya Sloan from Power Rangers Zeo and Power Ranger Turbo, and you're listening to The Grid. Hello! Who made you podcast monitor? Listen up, power pukes! This is Barbara Goodson, also known as Empress Rita from Power Rangers. You're listening to The Grid. Make my podcast grow! Ha 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 ha! Ranger Nation, this is Shatteray22, Vice President of MorphinLegacy.com, welcoming you to our 10th anniversary spectacular. Joining me in this episode is Austin. Hi. Amber. Hi. And joining us for a little celebration is our special guest, Jay. Hey, hey, Ranger fans. Oh, the memories that brings back. So, 10 years, guys. Yikes. We're in... What grade is this? That's a throwback. Amber used to do that all the time. We were like, we're in kindergarten now or something, right? Well, our fifth anniversary special was called kindergarten, I think. We're like fourth graders now. And we were kind of reminiscing already, so let's talk about some key moments in our little show. Like the time where Adam fell asleep during our legendary battle review. Hi, Adam! I know Hi, you're listening. <laughs> I wanted to say this because uh, one of our co-hosts, his name is Adam, you know him, he's the oldest person on this podcast, mm-hmm. fell asleep while we were recording. That wasn't annoying at all. Especially during a big episode like Legendary Battle. Or the other times that it happened. Love you, girl. But I guess there wouldn't be the joke if it didn't happen, so. Yeah, like, I appreciate the meme. I live for the meme. It was funny. But speaking of another meme, all y'all OG fans remember Harley, right? Oh my god, I forgot she had a name. Shelby's Loud Computer, for those who don't know. When The Grid was in its OG YouTube era, original host Shelby had a computer that would make a lot of noise. And I will tell you this, if I was editing that podcast, whoo, 
Yes, but the thing about that was I didn't edit then or at all. We were an unedited podcast in both language and fuck ups. Oh my god, I forgot about that too. Oh, what a throwback. That was my little disclaimer. I forgot about that. There's no disclaimer no more. I would not release these episodes unedited. I just didn't want to edit. We love honesty. It's like a white zhuzh. It's not like, oh, we're cutting out the important stuff. Sometimes we are friends and we chit chat and sometimes we go off topic. And so sometimes we need to rebuild in. And Ray is corralling cats. And I am the whoosh, crack that whip. Because Austin and I are children. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of OG hosts, for those unaware, I was not an original host. You weren't? I've been here for so long, though, I feel like an original host. But yeah, the journey to me becoming an original host was long and winding, but it finally happened when we moved to Podbean. Who were the original hosts, right? We will talk about that in a minute when we talk about our timeline, but let's talk about a few more things before that, like the moment we became Dino Charge stands. All right, so let's get to our Dino Charge episode one discussion. (laughs) Squeak! Okay, let me preface this by saying this. I have never, since I returned to the fandom in 2010, I have never, and it's obviously easy to say this because the last four years sucked ass, but I'm just saying, like, I haven't seen this much of a positive response to a Power Rangers episode or premiere since that time. And I don't even, yeah, I don't even remember, I mean, I can't remember being that excited to watch a Power Ranger episode or just be into it as it has since I was a kid, since Mighty Morphin, when I was like, so... This is exciting to me, and we were all very excited. Yes. Because I remember we, didn't, we, we, we all went crazy, and we started watching it when it premiered two weeks ago. Midnight. At midnight. Yep, we're on top of that shit. Mm-hmm. And we, like, so, gushed about it for, like, three hours after. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was a glorious day. That was beautiful. The day it premiered when we all logged in at the same time to watch it. <laughs> didn't we watch it a shit ton of times, too, that first night? Like, just back yes. to back. We yeah, just restarted. Was- that first episode was really good. It was so good. It holds up. I remember that was when the, I think the Nickelodeon and Power Rangers Twitter was like, give this a certain amount of likes and we'll release the episode a few days early. And we were coming off of Super Mega Force, so. You're like, I had no expectations for anything. And I loved Kyoryuger, and I was fucking worried. I mean, I kind of had faith because Judd Lin came back. Girly Pop, Judd Lin did Ninja Steel. I don't want to hear that. That was before Ninja Steel, and he redeemed himself with Beast Wars. You did get Steel. But you do know that did not age like the fine wine that Dino Charge was, the 2017 movie. Remember the journey through that? You haven't seen the Power Rangers movie. Stop in the name of love and stop listening to this episode. Now, thank you very much. Yeah, so if you haven't seen the Power Rangers movie, stop listening to this episode right now. Go to the theater. Yeah, for the love of Rangers. Yeah, go to the theater, see the movie, obviously At press pause. Times. Yeah, press pause, then go, then come back to this episode and listen, because we are going to go very in-depth into the movie, scene by scene, and talk about the this, movie. Because it was freaking... super spoily. Super spoily. We, spoily. We had all of the spoilers. <laughs> all of the spoilers. Some. We're going to go very in-depth into the movie and give you our review because I know all of our listeners are dying to know what we thought about this amazing movie. When we reviewed that, we were all like, this is so good, no complaints. Sometimes when you step back and think about it, because I remember when I reviewed Megaforce on the website, I actually liked Megaforce because I was doing it episode by episode. So when you take it episode by episode, you're kind of just like, oh, this is all right. It's okay. But when you put it all together as a whole, you're just like, this is shit. Stay tuned for our Megaforce retrospective later this year. And that's my cue to exit. But yeah, the 2017 movie, that was definitely an event. We were talking about every single thing that came out, like every casting thing, like Jason's sister that was in it for three seconds. And one of us went to the premiere. Oh, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> and hey, Hasbro, I'm available to come if there's another movie coming out. I am available. Is anyone else any moments they could think of? I don't remember what episode it was. I just thought of this. We recorded an entire episode for like three or four hours that got fucked up and we had to re-record it the next day and pretend like we didn't talk about anything. Oh my God. I was so stressed out. You have no idea. Because I was like, oh, fun, it didn't record. I'm having more flashbacks. I remember which one that was. It was the one where we reviewed Catching Some Rays from Dino Supercharge. Then when we redid it, we really rushed through that. I remember it was like, do go, go, go. <laughs> and the jokes were not there. Because <laughs> we were just like, fuck this shit. I was just trying to think of stuff we said before. Just to do a take two. It hurt me so bad. I don't know the episode number. That was Walking on Sunshine with drugged up Riley on the graphic. So if you revisit that episode and we sound like we're in pain, that's why. It's because we literally were. Because we had to do it the same way the next night. It was a long process to find the correct way to do this. And even as I left as main host, I still didn't have it right. (laughs) Still. We recorded on like a Skype recording thing. Yeah, it was fucking ass. It was ass, for real. Mm -hmm. When me and Austin took over, we were like, we need to be serious about this. But yeah, do we have anything else before we move on to the timeline of the grid? Just pain. Lots of pain. Switching out people till somebody's stuck. Yeah, that took a while. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the timeline of the grid.
Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong, Jay, but the grid started out as a YouTube Q&A with you on your YouTube channel where you ask questions from Tumblr, right? That's right. So I started it as Ask the Grid, actually was what it was called first. And that was when I was on Tumblr because Tumblr was more for Legacy's first social media, which is funny. So I was like, hey, I should do some videos on my YouTube channel. And then I was like, ask me questions because I like talking about myself. So that was just me in front of a camera answering the questions with like little texts over the video. And then I was like, this is really boring by myself. I need to add other people to it. Then Jay started a podcast version of The Grid named The Shit Show for... Obvious reasons. With four other hosts, Adam, Shelby, Cody, and Nate. Hey, Ranger Nation, this is Cup of Water 03 from MorphinLegacy.com. This is episode one of The Grid. I titled it The Grid Returns. And I'm here with uh, four of my closest friends who know a lot about Power Rangers and Super Sentai. And uh, we're going to talk about Megaforce and Kyoruger and a whole bunch of other stuff. But first, let's get to know the hosts. Um, the first host you're going to get to know is Nate. Nate, go ahead. Hey, guys, it's uh, Nate. And up next is our Blue Ranger, and that's Adam. Hi guys, this is Adam. And next is our Yellow Ranger, and that would be Cody. Hi everyone, I'm Cody. And if you follow me on Tumblr, or follow Tumblr in general, the Power Ranger tag, then you will know our Pink Ranger. She is the master behind For the Love of Rangers blog, and she's her name is Shelby. Hi guys, I'm Shelby. So Jay, how'd you find these guys? Again, it was so long ago. I think all of them were just friends from social media, from Twitter and Tumblr and Tiny Chat. Yeah, like uh, it was just people I knew and whose opinions I liked. And I wanted to hear what we all had to say together, I guess, was the main reason. Also, they wanted to do it. <laughs> that too. Did you ask or think of anyone else or it was just those four? I'm pretty sure it was just those four. And I want to say Shelby was added last. Okay, so the first episode premiered on YouTube, March 4th, 2013. They would discuss all toy and show news and review new episodes of Megaforce. Wow. And Kyo Ruger. Back when we still reviewed Super Sentai. We don't do that no more. I mean, that would have been a good one to review though because that's an excellent season. What I wanted the podcast to be was news and reviews. That's pretty much what I wanted it to be. And then it ended up being three hours or something. You used to do news weekly and then the episodes weekly. But now if there's news, we'll do like a special episode talking about all the news in one big lump. And then we'll just review like half a season or an entire season at once because that so much easier than doing what we did we started out weekly right yeah there was a bit that was weekly and then it was every other week i feel like i'm at power morphicon and i'm doing a panel about the <laughs> they're asking me questions and i'm like a power ranger actor i don't remember i was there but i don't know eventually i'll be here for everything but we got to get through the youtube era nate exited the show in episode 15 and this began a search for a new permanent host this included a variety of guests such as me! Okay, so over the last couple weeks, we've had guest hosts take over our Red Ranger role. Last week was Scott, the week before was Boom, and this week is Ray. Say hi, Ray. Hi. Hi. Everybody would know him as ShadowRay22, and he does the awesome work on my legacy databases. And so, but I'll let him introduce himself and what he's all about. So go ahead, Ray. Hi. Well, I'm Ray, and I pretty much just do YouTube stuff, do stuff on the YouTubes and the Tumblers and the Twitters. That's pretty much about it. 
There was you and Boop. Was there others? That was one. So yeah, I did not get the job and that was a big mistake, clearly. And he's still salty about it 10 years fucking later. I know, she won't ever shut up about it. I've previously misjudged some people. But ultimately, Boom was chosen. I'm not salty at all. And so, um, you already know by now, but let's introduce our brand new host, and that's Boom! Hey, what's up? Yay! Yeah, that's about it. So yeah, Boom started up as an official host in episode 21 and soon exited the show in episode 33. As a listener, I feel like he was absent for like half of the episode within that window. I feel like no shade to Boom if he's listening, but I think that he wanted to, he was really gung-ho about doing it. And then when it came down to doing it, he was like not available a lot of the time. And back then I was like, you're either here or you're not. Oh, Jay, having episode 15, a host leaves, you spend like the next five episodes hosting and trying out people. Was it frustrating to go through that whole process and then not have someone stay on for very long yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> it reminded me of ryan and kelly you know how kelly always has like a different co-host every five minutes it was like that it was like every so often she has a new co-host and then it turns to shit and she has to get another one it sounds good in theory and then once they're there it's like oh no this is so wrong because i feel like that's exactly how it went because i remember when he exited because he couldn't do it anymore and then i was just like cool i spent all that time looking for somebody and then yeah okay but this was around the time lee would fill in for boom so then lee was chosen as his replacement in episode 34 our guest who was taking over boom spot is lee yay so for our listeners who don't know who the hell you are why don't you (laughs) introduce yourself well, I'm Lee. I go by either Pirate Monkey or Monkey Ranger, depending on wherever you happen to see me. But I am the blogmaster of the Monkey Grid, and I voice things. Yeah. But this was around the time Lee, I think, had like a job in like some performance thing. So he wasn't as available as he was would be. So there was a rotating guest format. And one of those rotating guests was me. Lee also has a family too, so that's understandable. That too, yes. It's very understandable. And then we ended our YouTube era. I always thought that the YouTube era was the shittiest of the eras. That's why I kind of try to bury that era. I'm pretty sure only if you have access to the Morphin League of YouTube, that's the only way you can find those episodes. Unlisted. Yeah, they're buried. That's for the best. Yeah, you don't want to watch that. Some people love the OG format, even though the OG format was less than a year. I've been on this podcast for nine years, and I still don't have the same cloud as some of the OGs. They're wrong. So yeah, we moved over to SoundCloud. Well, I mean, we didn't move over to SoundCloud. I wasn't a host yet. But the grid moved over to SoundCloud from episode 38 to 49. And this was also a time where Lee stepped in as a host for a few episodes after Jay needed some time. I think I was having really bad anxiety during that time period and I just couldn't do it and there are times when that still happens to me like where I have really bad anxiety and I just can't do certain things so that's why I remember I was like okay we have to pause I don't blame you at all there are some times where we need a break we just came back from a seven month hiatus in that case the new format of the show doesn't really lead us to maybe having as many episodes because it all drops it fucking once I know (laughs) yeah that's true it's a different time (laughs) that's definitely a lot more convenient if we need a break we can take a break I think a few episodes of the SoundCloud era lost time there's only like two of those episodes still available or something that's probably also for the best tbh i'd have to look i might have those files still those two would love them i don't know i wasn't on them (laughs) i wasn't on them Here's where things start to get good, or at least better. The show returned in full force with episode 50. With Jay back as the host, the show also transitioned to Podbean, where we are still to this day. The new lineup of co-hosts featured the return of Adam and Cody, as well as me! 
finally in a full permanent position and newcomer victor so this is our 50th episode and it also celebrates the return of the grid so um so this is the newish format couple new hosts couple old hosts and um let me introduce you to them right now. So, returning host number one is also known as Fury Crimson. So, hi, Adam. Welcome back. Hi. hi. Great to be back. <laughs> okay. Um, returning host number two is Cody. Hey, Cody. Hi, Welcome everyone. Um, now that you guys know I'm back, don't worry. You can calm down now. Let's move on to our new host. He is the vice president of MorphinLegacy.com and is the head legacy database engineer so hi ray you're official yay another credential that's my long list <laughs> all right and last but not least he's the glasses behind the modern gaffa everybody welcome a new guy victor hi thank hi, victor. you so for having hi, victor. me uh, i'm so honored to be here here's where you come in amber episode 52 featured the first appearance of amber <laughs> started as a fill-in host when Cody and Victor were unavailable. As you can hear, there's a feminine voice, besides all the gay boys. Filling in for Cody this week is our good friend Amber. Hi, Amber. Hi, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Because <laughs> you're a girl. I get it. I am. Like, I was on there, like, it would be, like, a one week, and then me, me, and then, like, a week or two, and then me, me. So how would that work? Were you on call? You had to be ready within an hour or something? Or No, I think I was usually available. There was a couple times, I think, that I maybe wasn't available, and you guys just rocked with whoever you had. Yeah, there were some times we'd get other people, or we'd just do it, the four of us or the three of us. I would usually tell everybody, like, a few days beforehand, like, hey, can you do it on Thursday? And it's, like, Monday. In 2015, The Grid had its first special edition interview with Catherine Sutherland and Nick I'm so mad I missed this. I had something going on. I was so pissed. Oh, that's right. You did. Oh, I remember I, that. We were hyped. Oh, we haven't had a girl on the show in a bit. We're like, yes, yes, yes. And then I think it was something work related. Yeah. And we couldn't change it because that was the only time they could do it. We had to film it at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I was working at Starbucks and I was like, well, I'm opening today. So I can't fuck do it. I was super pissed off. I remember that because that actually really hurt me that you couldn't be on it. Not, not that you couldn't, but that I wasn't able to have you on it. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, that would have been great if you were on it. But I was like, they only could do it in the middle of the day. And I was like, ah, fuck. I'm still sad about it. So maybe someday we'll maybe get to do that again. The second interview quickly followed featuring Karen Ashley. So yeah, thanks to Ranger Stop for those interviews. Because I think that we get those in conjunction with Ranger Stop. This was also the last episode with Victor, episode 67, with Amber replacing him full-time. So ever since then, you've been a full-time host. Cody exited the show at the end of our Reinforcements in Yellow special edition episode, which was our interview with Allison Kipperman and Deborah Sal Phillips. I missed that one too. I've missed all of like the special interviewee episodes because there was something up with that too. I think it was another daytime episode. I'm like, fuck, I work days. Was that also in conjunction with Ranger Sup or did you reach out Jay to Jay got those himself. I asked them and for some reason, I can't remember if they talked to each other and they were like we'll do it together and i was like okay <laughs> i think that's how it went and i was like cool well, we'll do like a double yellow episode and then we're like oh that's like reinforcements from the future and then that's why we called it reinforcements in yellow I have to say, though, I would have loved to do more Ranger interviews, but that shit stressed me the hell out. I don't know how people do that because days before I was stressing out, during I was stressing out, I didn't know what to ask them. I was like fanning out, but like also I like them as people. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. So I, it was stressful. And that's why I'm always hesitant to be like when Austin or Amber suggests we try to get an interview. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's why I used to be like, if it happens, it happens. I'm not going to 
you know, push it. This podcast aren't full of social butterflies, that's for sure. It do. We're fucking weird queers. We're extreme introverts. All right, so back to the timeline. This is where Austin gets into the picture. They made their first appearance in episode 77. Hi, Austin. Making his grid debut. He's the king of graphics for MorphinLegacy.com, and you may know him on Twitter as 20 Year Legacy. Hi, Austin. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Are you so excited to be here? I'm very excited. And was promoted to a full-time host by episode 78, so like the next episode. I slayed that. Ray could never. (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? It means it took you like 30 episodes, bitch. I mean, my first episode was kind of cringe. Like, I'm glad that's fucking almost stood. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I was the one that recommended you. So you've got me to thank your hosting position here. Thanks, Mama. This is where things kind of stayed the same. Us five, me, Jay, uh, Adam, Austin, and Amber. We stayed like that for years. We reviewed multiple seasons of Power Rangers, including Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge. Yay! Also Ninja Steel and Super Ninja Steel. Boo! Yeah. we even reviewed the 2017 power ranger movie when we liked it we also continued reviewing super sentai reviewing Ninja. unfortunately i didn't have to review Ninja. i came in at the end of Ninja. we also did cocky ranger at this time because we were so fucking bored of Ninja that we needed something to do and I was like, this is my favorite thing. We should definitely do this one. We did all the Geoger. Yes. New Ranger. Woo. And ending halfway through Lupata because it was fucking boring. So eventually Sentai reviews were replaced with reviews of Boom Comics, which eventually got the chop as well. After Gogo ended, I was just so disinterested. Yeah, it's just too much. There were like some points in the months where it's four comics a month. And I'm like, Jesus. I mean, now it's kind of good with just one. And then maybe there's a one shot every so often that I'm fine with. Yeah, they've calmed down a little bit. I just want to read it, add whatever I need to do to the database and move on to my life. I don't need to be dissecting these on the grid. I need to read that Ninja Turtle one, though. I hear that thing is going to be fucking fire. I liked the first one. It's a little convoluted, but what isn't in Power Rangers? All right. So this is where our new era begins in 2020. Jay decided to step down from the grid with Adam also exiting the show during this period. Was this before the pandemic or after? I want to say during. Yeah, you were like done. And then me and Austin were like, we still want to do a podcast. And we asked you if we could take over and you said yes. So I was ready to kill it. I would have loved for it to continue, but I didn't know if you would be into it. I wasn't going to be like, oh, hey, Ray, take the podcast. I wasn't going to say that. But the fact that you wanted to, I was like, yes. I was doing a lot of the scripting and I was hosting the review segments and I was writing the scripts for like all the new stuff. So I was essentially in charge of it by then. And then Austin wanted to still do it too. Yeah. So you out there in the Twitter world, give Ray some respect, damn it. Yeah, yeah. Put some respect on my name. Yeah, this time I wasn't even working. I was like, shit, let's fucking go, Bo. I'm like, I'll do it. I don't got all those better to fucking do. So we took us a few months to iron out all we wanted and we came back. And I was moving. So I took over hosting duties and editing responsibilities. We started editing around this time. You're welcome. Austin also has a hand in adding in the opening and ending themes and the sound bits to the episodes, as well as designing all of our graphics. So... If you like our cute little graphics for every episode, Austin, to thank for that. And you have Ray to thank for wanting to add 80 sound bits to our Dino Fury review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, but those are great, though. They are good. 
I gave you that in parts, and it turned out amazing. It did. It still made me want to slit my wrist, but it was worth it. Amber also remained as a full-time house and designed our Grid Ranger metallic suits. Grid Ranger metallics. Metallics! I designed the other Grid Ranger suits, too. She also designed our originals when I was silver. You're still silver! You're still silver, bitch! (laughs) What the fuck? I'm metallic silver now. Kyoru Gray. It's just sparkly spandex. It's sparkly now. I got metallic armor. I am still wearing my Grid Ranger Green suit in the Morphin Legacy icon because I love it. I mean, if you want, Austin can make you an icon with your Grid Master Emerald. Oh, well, I guess now that that's out, yeah. I could just put the Morphin Legacy logo in the little ball or something. Do it. Ooh, that's a good I idea. I mean, there's separate layers in the file I sent you, so I could theoretically just remove us. I am down for that. You see how she pinned me out like that? You see that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So talking about our old grid rangers, I was silver. I'm still silver. Mm. Austin was red for some reason. Why were you red? That was the color. Ninja Steel, because you liked Brody at the very, 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 very beginning. <gasps> Oh I my did. god, you loved Brody. You loved Brody. I was obsessed. You with did. You Brody. fucking had a plush in everything. You had a shrine, and you have a shrine. I had all like the Red Ranger figures that Bandai released. I'm out here airing out your dirty laundry here. Yeah. And like, there was no excuse, like, oh, it was a color. I'm like, bitch, there was no silver before me. I came up with silver. Yeah, but then we had the joke that just like a Ranger, were like, the colors were stupid. The Green Ranger was the leader for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Amber was pink. Pink, because we have to have a pink one. But then we. Ch- Switch it up. I'm metallic silver now. Austin is rose. And I love gold. As we all fucking know. And Adam was blue. And there's some tasty treats in the future. There's some Grid Ranger stuff that we've discussed. So that's good. Yeah, we got stuff in the future. Look out for that wink. We're cooking. We're cooking. Rand Austin also implemented a lot of changes. Why are you talking about yourself? <laughs> I gonna say, that was the third person in Austin. Me and Austin. Austin and I. <laughs> Austin and I also implemented a lot of changes, including a new format for the main episodes. We review episodes as they come out in bulk now instead of doing it one at a time or two at a time. That's a whole lot easier for us. And we introduced a lot of new series. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. Like 50. Which featured commentaries, which we do exclusively for our Patreon members now. So if you want to, you can subscribe to our Patreon. You can use the money. Season retrospectives, rankings, trope discussions scripted reenactments and off-topic conversations that's a lot of series hashtag content i have a lot of ideas that is the end of the grid timeline and that's what you missed on the grid and that's what you missed on grid a lot happened in those 10 years I cannot believe that it's been 10 years. Is that crazy? I think about it and I'm like, oh my God, I remember when we talked about this in Dino Church and I'm like, that was eight years ago. I don't really think it feels like that long though. It doesn't. That's why I'm like, 10 years, what? I mean, I feel like I've known you bitches forever, but it still doesn't feel like 10 years. I mean, I feel like I've known you bitches forever, like after like two years. Morphin Legacy is almost at 13, so that's getting up there too. Oh, she's almost a teenager. Considering back when a lot of us met on Tumblr, we all use that. Now like nobody fucking uses Tumblr. I guess we're the fossils of the fandom now. I'm still baby. I'm not old. Honestly, I'm starting to feel like I'm an old dude in the fandom because like everybody all of a sudden is liking Samurai and Megaforce now. I love Samurai. Yeah, no. I don't think I'm there yet retrospectively. It's camp. This made me think of when, Ray, how you were talking about when Dino Thunder and Ninja Storm came out. Like, people didn't like it. Did you say people didn't like it at first or something like that? Yeah, there are people that didn't like Ninja Storm and Dino Thunder when it came out, surprisingly. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like that. I mean, Samurai 
you're right. It is camp. It's, it's stupid and funny. But Megaforce isn't like that. Megaforce tried to be like that, but it's not. It's not the same thing. But I, lately, I've seen a lot of love for Megaforce and Super Megaforce on Twitter. Because it's kids that grew up with it. That's why. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm saying I feel old, because those kids are grown up now, and they're like, oh, I loved that series. What? And I'm like, ew, get some taste. All right. So are we good? Do we have anything else to say before we end the episode? I want to say thanks to everyone who listened to the shit show and still listens. That's great. And thank you, Ray, and Austin and Amber for taking over, keeping it alive. I can come back whenever I want. <laughs> You're welcome to join us for our once and always review. I'm ready. Sign me up. That trailer was so good. I can't wait for that. Oh yeah, that came out yesterday, by the way, when we were recording this. It looks epic. I hope we get nothing else before then, though, because I don't want to be spoiled. I feel like I saw too much from that trailer. I don't want to see anything else. Yeah, don't show me anything fucking else. Yeah, let's just write it out. All right, guys. So that's the end of our episode. Tune in next time where we'll be talking tropes featuring comic relief characters. Until then, everybody say bye. 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 Bye-bye, guys. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Glitchy! Hello, Gritters, Ranger fans, and Sentai enthusiasts. Adam here. Just wanted to say congrats to this podcast on giving you 10 years of more phenomenal content from the queerest Power Rangers fans in the world. I want to give a shout out to Ray, Austin, and Amber for continuing to keep this podcast alive and kicking while I'm not on here anymore. I still love the fact that the legacy is still growing stronger than before. I miss giving an opinion on the show, and I hope the show continues to keep on going for more years to come. Love you all, and Pompo out. So, they survived their trials against Gridmaster Emeralds. Enjoy your victory while you can, Grid Rangers Metallics, because I have something even more sinister in store for you. Soon, the sun will set and the shadows will rise. <laughs>